putting the stars in Firestarter. This is Cosmopunk. Theatre of the Mind, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm RJ and I play V, the Leica 7's morally ambiguous vest mechanic, designer of spaceships, owner of junk, doer of crimes, and I also play their drone flyby. Hey, I'm Cypher and I play Ryder, a small punky Yasaki operative who's part otter, part pilot, and part blender. And I'm Typhon. I play Radar, a cyborg Yamalton Coyote engineer. But for this campaign, I'll be the GM. Last time, the crew set up an old arcade game cabinet in their bar and tested it out. They then discover that Radar has experienced some kind of cybernetic malfunction, rendering him catatonic and immobile. V heads to a local junk shop in order to find some kind of converter system that will allow for a diagnostic of Radar's ancient military tech cyborg interface. The shop owner, an Elebrian named Weird Al, gives V a strange full-immersion VR machine, which should be compatible with Radar's ports, in exchange for a future payment of mechanics drones. After hooking the device up to Radar, V and Ryder attempt to use the machine, finding themselves in a strange and abstracted world inside Radar's brain. Now trapped in a place where memories and imagination can become tangible, the Vesk and the Yasaki push further into the twisted mind of the damaged veteran. Episode 2 Mindfield. So, well, Ryder, this this radar's clearly broken. I'm taking back and exchanging for a new one. Yeah, um, I'm not entirely sure where we are still. My money's still on some kind of abstraction within the coyote's mind. So yeah. maybe don't maybe don't touch anything unless you need to. <laughs> it says V gnawing one of the panels. What What are you doing? Do you reckon we're in the uh, the cyborg half or the uh, the bio- biological half? Uh, there's a lot of metal everywhere, so smart money's probably on cyborg side. Yeah, I was gonna say it tastes like cyborg half. What? What do you mean taste? Uh, what? Please tell me you're not licking the walls. No. Who said that? None of that. Uh, RJ, That'd be I weird. have to ask: Are you genuinely licking the walls? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have mm. to Let me get my dice. I need to know right now for reasons. Uh, I mean, you're messing with the horror DM now, dude. Actions have my, consequences. My character, who is well renowned for not licking things because they're sensible, <laughs> you lick everything. You lick, you, whatever. Yes, you lick the wall. Oh no, you lick the wall. Okay. Uh, I believe I've used this sentence before, but because Vesk have evolved from a high predatory species, their their olfactory senses are quite strong. I believe I've used those exact words in Engines of Hatred. Mm-hmm. Yes. As soon as your tongue, it doesn't touch the metal. You think it does, but there's no, there's no contact. There's, there's no there's no feeling of tongue on, on bare metal. But at the point where there should be contact, there's like a shock, a, a judder sort of runs through you. There's no taste to it, but it runs through your taste buds. There's this sudden realisation that you've gained something's attention. Like, there's some aimless entity was in here, casting around, you think, and then 
You lick something and now it knows you're there. Hmm. Well, that tastes like malevolence. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? What? <laughs> mm. oh, that tastes like malevolence. What the fuck does that mean? Nothing. I didn't lick the wall. You said it tasted like malevolence, V. You licked the wall. What does malevolence taste like? Yeah, apparently, like, slightly staticky. But I mean, I mean, I didn't lick the... Oh, fuck it. Yeah, I licked the wall. Yeah, I know you licked the wall. Uh, I get the feeling we're not alone in here. Aside from the whole tentacles thing. Well, no. I mean, Radar's in here, probably, somewhere. If it's his mind. Radar is here. Yeah. It's like saying a house is in a house. Yeah, but, like, is there something else? Uh, well, yeah, there's the, the tentacles. Which I'm pretty sure aren't radar, unless they are radar. Uh, yeah, I wish I had a doctorate. You don't have a doctorate? No. I'm a professor, not a doctor. Oh. What's the difference? Uh, about 40k in tenure. Oh, okay. And spelling. And spelling. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I guess the only option really is to go deeper. I mean, do either of us have weapons with us? Said RJ to the GM. Well, I tell you what, uh, RJ, because you've done the licky thing and, and you're dealing with the weirdness, and apparently you're also a professor, which is news to me, but we'll roll with it. Um, can you make an intelligence roll, please? D twenty plus your intelligence bonus. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, I mean, that's a three on the dice, so yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we all know how this ends. And V does have V does have a professorship. I made a comic about it once. Yeah, in phrenology. <laughs> yeah, that's a real science. No, it's not. No, it, not since the 1900s, it isn't. Um, no. The alternative is that I just have a gun rolling for intelligence. Okay. You're, you're going to have to. You're going to have to lick the wall first, though. I don't want to lick the wall. Lick the wall. I'm going to use my um, just my survival sensors. I mean, this counts, right? It's a strange new uh, environment, so. So your survival senses would be like not poking the thing that looks like it's covered in teeth. Um, yes. And things of that nature. This is something else. That what mm. I'm making RJ roll here is not... I'll tell you what, Ryder, you make an intelligence roll. Okay. So... Plus... You have to beat, you have to beat five. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> Guess what I rolled. Is it a five? One. No, it was a three. Plus two is five. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Brain friend. Yeah. So, V, you look at Ryder, and Ryder, you look at V, and both of you just start giggling. <laughs> Brain. And that, that goes on for about three or four hours. Um, just beavers and buttons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the I tentacles hate. are just waiting like three corridors down, like, where the fuck are they? I have <laughs> horrors. I have horrors for them. Yeah. <laughs> This is a horror role play. You're not supposed to be laughing. Right, no. Um, okay, so both of you felt that. You you haven't got a fucking clue. The, the wool tasting was weird. What V is telling you, Ryder, doesn't make any sense. V, let's just, let's just keep going. We're bound to find something that'll give us a clue as to what the fuck we're meant to be doing in here. I mean, given the deficit of better options, I guess so. Just keep your wits about you, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> she says, rolling a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to ask Ryder to do any typing anytime soon. Let's put it that way. She says, sticking her finger in her ear and cleaning it. <laughs> yep. Well, that's the point. Does this wall have... Uh, so this corridor in, does it have anything aside from the alcoves? Ah. With memories in them. 
so you're examining the wall now, as opposed to just straight up look, lunging at it with your tongue. Yeah, it's only power sockets. Uh, no, it doesn't. But what it does seem to have is piping. Uh, if I say the corridor from aliens when they're at the outpost. Okay, so like uh, like metal so grating got... for a floor and then just uh, ceiling. Yes. And weirdly, make a perception roll, both of you. Okay. Say it with me. P is for perception. Yay. That's now migrated to other role plays, by the way. You're welcome. Thanks very much. <laughs> oh my god! It's actually three again. Wow. Archie. Really? Archie, give me a favor and roll the dice again. Well, I got a I got a nineteen. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Okay, it's a nat twenty this time. Oh for fuck's sake. Well, that didn't count because I was just seeing what you'd get. Because you wanted to see if you guys were snuck on the three. But it doesn't no. matter because Ryder's seen it. Okay. So Ryder, like he's like, Hello, this corridor. And you look, you do you know that you uh, initial glance when you were just kind of wandering over it, the corridor was, you know, hexagonal in profile. Kind of had a weird red glow at the end, like you remember from the space station. Uh but now you examine it, the details start like increasing in resolution, like the their limit of definition is loading in, the the more you pay attention to them. Uh, the level of detail in a video game. Mm. Yeah, so we've they've reached, gone from we've reached like, the minimum draw distance. <laughs> yeah, so now you're you're seeing pipes running down the walls. You notice that the floor is now grated with more pipes running underneath it. There's a little bit of ambient steam coming out because of course there fucking is. Power sockets, you don't see any. The cape, the, the piping though, some of these look like steam ducts and the rest of them look like cable trunking. Do they do they all converge towards a point or do they diverge towards individual areas? Or? They don't, and it looks like the alcove you're next to, the damaged one, it looks like some of these uh, trunks and steam pipes sort of branch off into it and then disappear in the damage. Hmm. Huh. Who designed this? Uh, I think we might have done that at some point. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll give it to you. Um, Ryder, have a plot point. Yeah. <laughs> to explain it to you, because you, you were never going to get this in the exact wording, but that's close enough as damn it, so I'll give it to you. Mm. This corridor is something you are imagining. The weird arcane nature of the machinery that you're using and what's happening here, and the unknown factor that is the cyborg half of Radar, what you are imagining seems to be creating this corridor. It's laying out in a way that you can understand. <gasps> Someone explain that to V so they can manifest a sandwich. Okay, V. Um, I'm pretty sure this isn't Radar's abstraction. This is our combined imagination making this place. So, huh. try something within those boundaries. Uh, put a door between us and the tentacles. V imagines the space shotgun. Uh, <laughs> v, how hard do you imagine the space shotgun? Uh, I'm about to roll a d20 to find out. It's roll two! It roll it and add your will. It's, uh, it's four! Oh my it's still god. Four. I don't know, this what? dice is clearly broken. Good roll Here, for session. Here's an idea, let's, let's, let's cancel that roll. Take your dice away, roll it a bunch of times to warm it up, and then come back to me with a fresh roll. So, 18. No, don't read them out. One. Don't roll it a couple of times. No, stop reading them out. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, they're all shit. It's, okay, okay so... Stop, pick up the dice, clear a big space on your desk, and give it a good roll. Ten. There you go, add your will. Twelve. Holy shit, you beat the dice roll. Okay. <laughs> you imagine a space shotgun, and as you're a mechanic, and you literally know how these things work, boom, it appears in front of you. What the fuck? Here? 
That's not what I asked for, V. What the fuck? I mean, good work. Shotguns open many doors. Uh, uh, however, V, as soon as you touch it, you take 20 stamina points of damage. Oh. Ow. It, Wait, it what, is, what physically happens? So, as you pick it up, you're like, space shotgun, and then there seems to be just a drain of energy from you. It's like the process of doing this took something out of you, but you've got a space shotgun now. You know what? <laughs> Ow. But... Rack shotgun. Okay. What what just happened? I'm fairly certain that the fear concentrated power of will allows me to manifest a shotgun, but it fucking gives me a headache. Okay. You notice that one of V's eyes has gone bloodshot. Uh V. Oh no, both my eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, yeah? just the one actually. <laughs> uh what? Ow. <laughs> what the fuck happened to your eye? I don't know. I can't see my eye. It's gone all bloody and horrible. Do you punch yourself in the eye? No, I don't think I did. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, this take quite a lot of effort to manifest a space shotgun. Right, that's good to know, but maybe don't use that again unless we absolutely need to, because that sounds painful. Kinda sucks quite a lot. Hmm. Ryder is not, not going to try and manifest uh, my hot girlfriend again. Oh, yeah, thanks. I don't think I could DM that. That would just be weird. <laughs> uh, you say minus 20 to stamina? Yes. Well, you take 20 damage, which would come from stamina. First, okay. I'm <laughs> v, v resists the urge to manifest some paracetamol. It, it comes with <laughs> a, uh, a sling and a bunch of shotgun shells in the sling. I mean, that's great, V, but you can't take it with you when we leave this place. It's all imaginary. Yeah. It's abstracted. Ah, but here's the trick. Having now manifested a space shotgun, I now know how I would build a space shotgun if I put the time into making it. So as long as I remember how this space shotgun works, then I can build one in the real world. Both of you make intelligence rolls. <laughs> oh god. Here we go. Oh, that's good. Uh, it's 16! That's an actual number with two numbers in it. I got right, a 21. Well, oh, you, both, you both get yeah. this. <laughs> Not quite, V. This is how you imagine a shotgun would work. Shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's still worth it. Sorry, space laser shotgun. There's imagining how a nuclear reactor works, and then there's how a nuclear reactor works. Yeah. I don't know, as an engineer, you could probably do a nuclear reactor. No. Nuclear reactors aren't that difficult. Uh, it's a giant steam turbine, isn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a, a kettle. Yeah. Let's focus back on the Sorry. important matters yes. here, fixing, fix, fixing the patat. Yes, we do need to fix, we need to get uh, radar fixed. Right. Um, not not well, like that. Hang on a second. Let, let me let me try something. And uh, yeah, Ryder's going to have a go at um, imagining some sort of containment for the tentacle zone from the rest of the um, right. the the rest of this corridor. Make a will save, please. D twenty plus your will save. Okay, that is twelve plus six. Eighteen. Oh. You imagine steel doors slamming over this alcove, cutting it off completely, locking the tentacles in, or so you hope. Mm -hmm. And there's the sound of grinding metal, and you hear this as well, V, and pistons and actuators slamming, Ugh. but nothing appears. What was that? It's like um, there's a motion, a flex, and then something prevents you. Uh, trying to put a, a door here, and something... Stopped me. Ryder? Yeah? 
you take four points of damage. Uh, I'm okay. You're all right. It's a bit of a headache. Yeah. Yeah, um, headache. I see what you mean now. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it hurts quite a lot, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. But you didn't even get a shotgun out of it. What did you try to do? I was trying to make a door. I was trying to seal this bit off from the rest of the corridor, but... Ah. Didn't happen. Not sure why. Yeah, I mean, if I had to hazard a guess, we're not the only ones in here, and there's clearly something in here that's trying to, I don't know, control the radar, like a virus, or... Alright, um, well, you've armed yourself, I guess I should try and do the same. Um, Bride's gonna try and imagine a cool sword mm -hmm. appear in her hand. Does she try and imagine a cool sword, or does she try and imagine her sword? Her sword. Her sword, but cooler. <laughs> no, just, just her sword. Her sword just appears in its sheath on her on her back. Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know it that time. I guess when you try and manifest something new, it's, um, it takes something out of you? I mean, that's dangerous, because I can and will manifest a van in here. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know your way inside and out of vans, V. I think that's uh, the safest option you possibly could imagine in here. The van wouldn't fit in the corridor. <laughs> <laughs> You'd imagine that's it, and it would instantly just compact. V's van, but smaller. Like a little baby van. Yeah. Uh, V's probably done enough imagining for one day, because they've already got a headache from uh, the effort it takes to uh, manifest and maintain a shotgun. But this is the happiest I've ever been in their entire life, because shotgun. Okay, maybe not in their entire life, but definitely, like, top ten. Can we um, this, this carry year. on down this corridor now? now yeah, we should probably get around to that. We've got some idea of what's going on in here. I mean, I wonder how quickly time moves in here relative to the real world. No idea. I don't want to spend any longer in, in inside Radar's brain than we have to, though. Mm. I mean, he is um, a soldier. There's probably some real fucked up shit in here, in the memory part. Yeah. That's the point. So, how many of those alcoves with memories are there? Is it just the one with the uh, tentacles coming out of it, or are there... Well, now that you try and imagine that... There's fucking loads of them. There's an alcove basically every two feet. Do they all have tentacles coming out of the, um, the broken bits? Are there well, broken bits? Do they all drink bits? You can't see. You'd have to go next to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, V's going to wander up to like the next one along and see if it's damaged. Or... Yeah. Ryder will do the same, but she'll have a sword drawn, just in case anything leaps out. You move up to the next alcove, and... This one isn't damaged. This is a completely intact screen, yeah. uh, and it's a it's a memory of the three of you trying to manhandle the fucking gaming cabinet out of Stanley and into the pub, despite it being far too wide to fit through the door. Yeah. And I won't describe the scene exactly, but if you've ever tried to move a sofa into a new flat, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have tried to move a sofa into a new flat. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay, so if. The last, the last memory that Radar has was him playing the game, and this is him helping us get the game in the shot. These are probably chronological. So... Yeah, this one doesn't seem to be damaged in, in any way, though. If I was a guessing desk, which I am, I reckon him playing the game in some way has activated whatever it was that uh, is causing all this, and that's why... It's he didn't play, though. He just watched. Yeah, I mean... It could be some sort of sensitivity to whatever was on the game screen, or could just be a coincidence since the timing that whatever it was chose to manage. The last memory stopped the second he looked at that um, that desert with the uh, the buildings coming out of it. That was yeah, exactly. 
You know the one that was very similar to where we found him? wonder if something just triggered him, you know? Yeah. I mean, then that being the case, he's not looking at that in real life anymore. So, we can either follow the tentacles to see... Uh, uh, nothing good ever came of following tentacles, V. I mean, resist making a comment about hentai. <laughs> oh, you, you know about those videotapes, v, take, v takes another five stamina points. Like, <laughs> resist V take another... Another 50 for bringing up fucking hentai in the roleplay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't put tentacles in this roleplay. No, I'm gonna put 50 damage or not V on RJ. <laughs> Ow! My god! Yeah. That's what you get. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, um, anyway. Okay, so we can either <laughs> go down the corridor, see what's that way, or we can take a look closer into the broken part of that memory and see if we can get through that way. Uh, or I can well, lick the wall again and see if anything enacts itself. Don't lick the wall again. I don't mm. think it would be smart to try and mess with those tentacles again. They uh, they seem very angry and stabby last time. Yeah, but we have a shotgun now. We do, but and I don't want to start blowing holes in the inside of Radar's brain. Are we though? Or are we just blowing holes in our imagined, our imagined version of the inside of Radar's brain? I don't want to find out. Yeah, I suppose for the interest of safety, probably not shoot. Yeah, right. <laughs> for now. But yeah, lacking a bit of options, I guess we'll go down the corridor, see what's down there. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly easy to stick back together the first time. Yeah. I suppose the other thing to bear in mind is that right now we have pretty much entirely unrestricted access to, as far as we can tell, all of Radar's memories. So it'd be probably a gross invasion of privacy to go looking through all of these. Yeah, so let's not take so advantage of it. I'll take the left side. Let's just do what we need to do. Okay, yeah, I'll take the right, and okay. let's, let's go. All right. And yeah, we'll you, continue down the corridor. You head off down the corridors. Now, the first thing I'll say is that all of the alcoves you pass are undamaged, and they all okay. will terminate in the same way in a big screen, playing a, a, a typical memory, I guess, day-to-day -day life, things that he remembers. Um... Until you get to... There's, there's a good memory that you spot, V, and it's you and Radar working on the torpedo that you fired, what's his name, at, into a small star from um, Glitched. Oh, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a memory. Literally. Yeah. That's, like, that's a, that's a treasured memory to Radar. He really <laughs> enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> for you, uh, Ryder, there's sitting down watching big monster movies, and, and Radar enjoying it but perhaps not quite getting the cultural stuff and just seeing you very animatedly explaining it with your tiny otter graboids what's actually actually happening on the screen <laughs> doing hand gestures yeah there's one bit where the big lizard fights the giant monkey and Ryder is stood on the sofa and she's like doing the whole like fist punch thing you know like yeah yes fight because you movies are the best mm, of course me likes them because Godzilla always wins <laughs> yeah Radar gets yeah. it he gets it <laughs> Yeah. I think everybody's rooting for the big lizard. Nobody likes the monkey. Really? Um, moving further on, you get to... You start div uh, diverging into other memories. And then the corridor becomes a stone floor and trees along each side, but there's still alcoves with screens in them. Uh, v? Like, oh, yeah? Did your metal bit just become stone and grass and shit? Yeah. I mean, is it on this side as well? Yeah, it's it's every like the corridor, the metal corridor just opens out into what I can only describe as it's a forest, but the trees are so thick you can't leave the path. Yeah, 
That makes what sense. Is this the biological side, you reckon? Uh, Not some biology. Possibly. Or it's that place we went to inside of Glitch, mm. just the memories of it. Maybe. Well, I mean, to be Rider. safe, I should probably lick it. Yeah. Ryder, have a plot point. Yay! I got two. Don't want to spend them on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, um, the memories here come through a little bit hazier on the screen, but they're all of the memories from Glitched. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we've gone from screens to full immersion. Which just feel like memories. It's just, it appears that the the flavour of this bit of the corridor is a little more fantasy than it is what you're used to. Is it all linear, this corridor? Yeah, it goes... just going in one direction? It is completely straight. You were right earlier when you said that his memories are laid out chronologically, and you're starting the most recent of working backwards. What's on the horizon? Is there anything on the horizon? Uh, if I say it just kind of fades to a red glow, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah as in, we can only see so far. It's like yes. a again. <laughs> uh, and now that you look, like, it's all wood and stone and everything, but you can spot cable trunking and steam pipes here and there. There's still an underlying... If you look for it, you'd see it. There's a level of machinery under it. Hmm. Yeah. Much more familiar. Not sure we'll find anything um, here. We need to get to the root of this problem. Oh, yeah. We're just going to involve a lot of walking, I worry. One sec. Uh, Ryder's going to try and imagine um, a mode of transport, like a little bike or something. Yes. Hmm. DM hadn't planned for this. Yeah. <laughs> so he's rolling some, so he's rolling some dice. Uh, right, you try to imagine your bike. And make a will roll, please. Um, Certainly. Basically, I'm using this as a stand-in for casting spells. So. <laughs> okay. It's 23 for will. Okay, well... I can tell you right now, my total was only five. So, you imagine a bike. And vroomf, there it is. Yeah. Oh, shit. Whew. You just manifested our bicycle. Yeah. yeah, it's um, that one I won the uh, the race on. Oh, yeah. Uh, did, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to try and do anything too fancy or else it would uh, right hurt up. me head. Yeah. You take six points of um, damage. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. Make an intelligence roll, please. Sure. That is 12. V, make an intelligence roll, please. <laughs> That's uh, 14. Okay, V, you you actually, believe it or not, the threshold was 13, so well done. Um, Shit. <laughs> you think that manifesting things based on their familiarity to you is better. Ryder is very familiar with her sword. She practices with it every day. She uses it when we're on missions. She's less familiar with her bike, which is why it hurt. And trying to imagine doors slamming shut out of nowhere is probably why that hurt as well. Mm. And also the reason you took such massive fucking damage is you tried to fucking design, plan out, and produce a space shotgun inside a millisecond in a place where time has no linear meaning. That important thing is I've got a space shotgun. You do have the space shotgun with ammo. Yeah. For further shenanigans, imagines radar. Cannot ah. <laughs> <laughs> divide by zero. I have to know, are you being serious? Yes. You know what? I'm going to bring radar into this. Oh, Christ. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. 
How hard do you concentrate? Uh, okay, so right, uh, V knows radar pretty well in that they've lived yes. together quite yes. a long time. Now, the question is, are you going to, is this going to manifest radar or is it going to manifest how you imagine radar? Oh, no. And that's not for you to decide or me. I I've don't got dice know. for this. I had yeah. this planned. I don't know. I guess V V can only ever imagine radar as they imagine radar. Yeah, which I don't I don't know what that is out of character. Um, yeah, it's basically radar, but uh, uh-huh. occasionally shaved. So, no. <laughs> um, do you tell Ryder you're doing this? Uh, v probably says, hold on a second and gets a nosebleed. Oh, right. what are you doing? What are you doing? Wait, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> it's too late. V is already I am about imagined. to roll a very large dice. I'm going to go out to roll a d20, so... Here is a d100. It's a 19. Oh, shit. How many hit points do you have? Uh, 44. Oh, sorry, hit points, 54. Sorry, total total health. Uh, 54 plus the, uh, 44, sorry. So. Okay, you lose 50. Ow. Oh. Holy shit. There is an explosion of white light. And V, you are thrown against the wall. Yeah. And uh, can you make Crunch. a make a fortitude save, please? D twenty plus your fortitude. Eight. So eighteen. Okay, you do not pass out, but your head is ringing. Ah, Christ! Fucking what the fuck! Did you just write that down? Write what down? <laughs> don't don't try and imagine radar. Why would you do with that? I don't know. We're supposed to be imagining bites so we can get through Rider. this thing faster. What? Ryder, there is a wash of hot air over you from where this explosion was. And in its place, there is like a tear in the fabric of reality that white light is pouring out of. Ugh. Write that down, T. What, what is this? Ryder's going to like go and investigate. Like She's going to try and peer into it. Okay, it's it's really, really hard to see into because it is so bright. Uh, and you realise that you, you try to get a better angle, and if you move your head into certain places, it just vanishes from your perception. It is, it is a two-dimensional tear. It has no third dimension, so trying to view it from the side doesn't work. And you okay. can't really see much. Can you make a perception roll? Okay. Yeah, uh, while that's happening, I might use one of my resolve points to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. That's 18 yeah. perception, by the way. You peer into this rift and then make a reflex. Reflex? At least I can do yes. that. Uh, 24. All right, you don't land on your face, but suddenly you are through. Uh, v, what does you, what does V see? Well, V, uh, you also are through and you fall flat on your face and are... Wait, I wasn't so, even trying. I know, it's like the rift expanded to absorb you. Ah. <laughs> In your current state, you were in no position to dodge. Yeah. Yeah. You don't take any damage, but you're kind of... The memory for V will be hazy, but I'm going to describe it to Ryder now. You are stood on a metal floor, different to the corridor you were in. In front of you is a big wraparound screen that doesn't wrap around you so much, but the the thing sat next to you. The thing sat next to you is looking at the screen, and it it is some kind of bipedal creature it's got like a big green armoured suit on there's dials and everything and it's it's kind of bean poly with a big helmet on 
which is it's almost canide in features but pipes come out of the back of its neck out, out of its spine and out of the tops of its arms and go up into the ceiling that's not the interesting bit the interesting bit is what's on the screen and on the screen is a desert an orange sanded desert a giant mechanical arm extends from the bottom right of the view and up into the center it has five fingers and a thumb it's very it's dexterous and it is holding a giant mechanical head that has been torn from a body that it is looking at on the floor okay like, <laughs> like, how what yeah is 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 v like um on the on their face on the floor at the moment yeah they're within like three feet of you yeah what the fuck is that just Ryder's gonna like walk over her her jaw agape and just like nudge v like staring yeah at this yeah thing I, know, I see it hey what the f uh, I mean, what is the face is it a humanoid or uh the face it looked kind of blanked off um it looked like it had uh a mouth with tusks well, this is all obviously very robotic and an imitation of life but it looked like it had tusks um it had one three pupiled red eye that was rotate like still rotates to try and focus even as the light dies from it um it doesn't have any other discernible features other than that because it's so damaged. The thumb from the mechanical arm that is holding it is pressed into one of its eye sockets. Well, I'm not looking that. This is outside. Uh, this is on the screen. Yeah. Yes. That we're watching. Yeah. Um, what about this person in the room with us? This isn't radar, is it? Uh, you can't tell. Wh whatever it is is entirely locked up in this suit. It's okay. stood there, almost suspended from these cables, but its feet very firmly planted. And as you look at it, it moves, and it raises a right arm, and as it does, the arm on the screen moves. And he brings the arm back, and makes a throwing motion, and the floor hilts under you, as the person leans back to throw, and then leans forward as they lean into the throw. The head on the screen leaves the hand, and is thrown towards what you now notice, seems to be thousands of people stood in a line and the image zooms in on them and they're soldiers by the look of it um humanoid they've got spines that come out the sides of their heads uh, their faces are green they wear bright blue and yellow armor they carry weapons but nothing you've ever seen before you don't even recognize the race and this head lands amongst them and they scatter out to get out of its way Oh, it's not like he wasn't just like bowling with the head or anything. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's, the head's the head's clearly been thrown to try and land on this army, mm. like a grenade, or just thrown. And then the guy next to you speaks. Does anybody? Sp uh, what languages does everyone speak? Uh, v speaks Vesk, Skitamanda, and Common. Oh, and uh, and Kastathan, Sorry, I've got Common, Yasoki, Vesk, and Aslanti. All right, none of you understand this, but something very deep and guttural, it's like a, a speech comes out of this, the mouth of this creature, but it reverberates out of this screen, almost across the desert. You can see sand moving from the voice blow. Uh, these creatures, the ones that haven't scattered out the way of the head, raise their arms to try and shield their faces and stuff. And there's a quiet moment afterwards. Well, I'm thoroughly confused. Yeah, what the fuck is this? 
you look on the screen and there's a bigger alien, much more rounded, big armor, looks like a, a suit, a big sort of exosuit. He's probably about 10 feet tall. And he raises a hand, says something else that you don't understand that you can hear, points directly at the screen. And with that, a whole bunch of fucking rockets and artillery start hurtling towards you. Well, that was um, in real life. V, hang on to something. Red flashing lights erupt on this deck, and the, the person next to you lets out a guttural roar, almost like brings one, goes down one knee almost, in like a sprinter's pose, and then starts to run. And the floor that he's on rotates and moves almost like a ball so that he's got a constantly flowing surface. But whatever motion he makes, the floor mimics. So you, as he tips forward, you tip forward. Okay, so for a real-life reference, is this like the uh, Ready Player One VR floor trackpad thing? No. This is like, um... Oh, shit. I've forgotten the name of that fucking movie. Give me a second. Pacific Rim? It's, yes, this is exactly okay, like Okay, so it's more like that. So, yeah. Ren is going to um, try and stick to the floor best she can <laughs> to stop herself okay, getting thrown right. over. You stick to the floor. You don't have to make a roll for it. V, you can hold on as well. But... The person runs, he sprints, all of these rockets come in, and then there's a flash of light, and you are back in that wooden stone corridor. Okay, V, whatever you just did, don't do that again. That was fucking horrifying. Yeah, uh... How are you looking? That, that, um... Yeah, how is uh, V, like, holding up at this point? Probably probably quite unwell. They've gone from 118 health to uh, 48 health. Oh, crap. Uh, this is total, including You've been trying to pull some heavy shit. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is what happens when V uses 100% of their brain. No, that's called epilepsy. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens when V uses 100% of their brain, technically Ryder's brain, definitely Radar's brain, and an arcane machine he got off of a bloke called Weird Al. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. V, stop trying to be clever. It's not working. <laughs> v, stop just, thinking. Just yeah. do the bite thing, okay? Imagine your bike that we um, that we rode on Zoe, and we can get through this corridor quicker. I mean, can I get a backy on yours? Because uh, I'm not in the mood for messing right now. Can you get a backy on mine? Probably safer. <laughs> yeah, he'll they'll fit. Will will they? You ever seen a bear riding a tiny unicycle? <laughs> yes, it looks like it's about to topple over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will do my best to pilot this bike with V hanging off the back of it. V just flops onto the back of it. Like a like a fridge on a unicycle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm gonna try and start my bike up and um, get down this, this corridor quicker. I'll keep one eye out to uh, see if anything strange is visible in terms of memories or things being where they shouldn't oh. be. Uh, actually, can we take a quick 10-minute break? Because I need to sort out my head a sec. Right, how are you going to do that? We don't have any um, healing stuff in here. No, but, said RJ, out of context. Uh, roll two d20s and pick the highest. Oh my god, I'm going to roll both my d20s. Pick the highest. That's uh, 17 and 16. Oh. You regain 17 hit points. Uh, can I regain 17 stamina points? Those are the ones I'm lacking. You regain 17 health, put it where you have to. Yes, good. Great. So that brings me up yeah. to 48 and 17. Okay, I'm better now. Yeah, so you, you take a 10 minute time. Ryder puts like a dinosaur plaster on V. 
Yeah. Uh, Ryder, during that ten minutes where V is literally catatonic, is there anything you'd like to do? Um, yeah, I think we'll we'll both um, rest a bit. Um, Are you going to spend a resolve as well? No, I'll just take... Because how long does it take? Ten minutes of uninterrupted uh, zonking. We'll just take a ten-minute break, then. Yeah, Yeah. I'll, like, is there anything you want to try in that ten minutes, is what I'm asking. I'll just do some more perceiving. I'll have a look at some more memory alcoves. Um, sure. That's kind of it. Okay. So we'll we'll say you don't ever move out of line of sight of V, because there is, like, a fog thing going on here. I'll check out these pipes on the right. ceiling as well. They're not in the ceiling because you're in a wood. They're in a floor. The ceiling seems to be made of tightly wound tree branches and, and woods and stuff. Okay. Is there anything like on the pipes? Are they listed? No, there's there's no markings or anything. It's just some of them have big reinforcing, like almost Victorian-esque steam bolts where they meet in sections, and the other ones are plastic bendy piping that you know could only contain wire trunking because any liquid under pressure at those angles would just break. Mm. So you, you move up to some, some of these alcoves, and they're all gonna be glitch themed so there's hmm. the memory of uh barry and how he saved the day uh, and how he was in fact the best player even though he was made up hmm. there's a memory of um crunk and a conversation that i believe ended up commenting on the fact that you had a huge cart wait crunk do you mean crunch crunch don't know why yeah. I said crunk. crunk is the person crunk who is, pulls um... the wrong lever yes mm. yeah i'm aware and crunch is the one with the massive cock yes Right. Okay. Well, there, there's just, it's all of that. You don't find anything useful. Um, probably because in Glitch, Radar was in pretty fucking deep. Like, and you can, it's no great leap. You can probably assume that it's going to be like this up until the memory where he gets plugged in to the Glitch machine. Thought so. <sighs> well, at least you remembered how pretty this place was. It is quite pleasant, but there's something you do notice, and that's that there's no sound. Hmm. It is entirely silent. Hey V, can you can you hear any birds and stuff? Yeah, hold on. It's like, I was saying that ten minutes have passed and V's no longer like No no V is still catatonic. Okay. Okay. Hey, v, can you hear birds and stuff? <laughs> Reply hazy, ask again later. <laughs> like there there was sound in the in the memories that you think and whatever the fuck that was with the pilot, but there's no sound here. There's nothing. There's not even a quiet ambience. The uh the machine corridor that you were in at the start seemed to have like a, a, a gentle thrum to it. This woods, though, despite how pretty it is, is now uneasy because it's so quiet. You didn't realise it at first, but now that you do, the silence is oppressive. Like, you, you pray for noise. It's probably more comfortable to go and sit next to V for a few minutes just to listen to them breathing because it's at least a sound that isn't your own fucking heartbeat. And the rider would probably like fill the um the void by just going, yeah, just making her own noise. She, she tries, and she you can continue doing it. It doesn't help. Oh. It's it feels awkward. <laughs> Is it you like know, being like, in an anti-echoic chamber? I tell you what, doing that humming you're doing would be like humming that while they're having a two-minute silence. That's how it feels. I don't know. I've done that before. <laughs> Sure, that's, fu that's fucked up. Uh, it depends who's, who the two minute silence was for. Orphans that died in a in a tragic bus crash into oh, a puppy. Not Margaret Thatcher then. No, not Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't an official two minute silence. Why would there be a two minute silence for Margaret Thatcher? Anyway, no, I'm gives you time to kiss my grave. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, what? The dance floor won't be big enough on her gravestone. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awkward and eerie. When you try and hum. Okay, that's not going to work. I'm just going to sit next to you for a bit, V. There's no noise from V, they're zonked. Oh. <laughs> v, v, v is breathing. They haven't, mm. they haven't died. Um, they're definitely napping. So, yeah. There's no V and they're just like... <laughs> yeah. It's the tongue lolled out. Yeah, both eyes crossed, tongue hung out. <laughs> just says underneath them, V and has expired. Now I'm imagining uh, Jurassic Park where Malcolm sticks his head next to that uh, Tyrannosaurus... No. Triceratops and listen to it breathe. Oh yeah, is that just with Ryder oh, and uh, Alan? Yeah, <laughs> Alan. Yeah, yeah. He's just, just resting then, on on V. Just <laughs> and then ten minutes pass and V is like, I mean, I don't have much of a headache anymore. Well, that's good. Um, why Why are you sitting on me? Because this place is real fucking creepy with no noise. Oh yeah. I don't know. So and now that they point that out, V. You can't hear nothing either, and that's really fucking weird. V snaps the fingers. Is there an echo? Uh, yes, but it's not like it's not a nice echo, if that makes sense. It's like sharp. Man, this place is broken. Let's get on the bike and get out of here. Yeah, fair. Okay, so the bear mounts up in the dodgem. <laughs> v, can I can I drive you? You get on the back. Oh yeah, it's your bike, your wheels. Yeah, please. Right. Yeah. All, the back all, joking as, all joking aside, it's not that much of a size difference. You know, V is big, but not gargantuan to you, so they no. can just... Yeah, we're both medium creatures, but Ryder's the smaller end of no, medium. Ride, Ryder's, the a, Ryder's end of a small creature. Ryder's a small oh, creature. Wow. This is just, the hair bear bunch yeah. on wheels. <laughs> Ryder is at the top end of small. Um, you are at the top end of medium. So V can ride in the back, they're just using all the seats as opposed to one of them. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, Ryder's going to um, rev up her bike and uh, and speed down this corridor further. Right. Revving the bike, again, sharp echo, quite uncomfortable, but motion makes you feel better. Okay. And you speed down this corridor. And it doesn't take long for it to end the weird, eerie woods, and then the woods end in that Familiar machinery corridor, you know the, the he hexagonal one. Okay. And you're, you you hmm. head into it. And do you stop or do you keep going? At this you're, point, the bees along for the ride, but uh, you're, you're passing alcoves. Uh, yeah. We're keeping an eye out for anything untoward and things in the alcoves that then shouldn't be in there. I'm gonna ask for something, and it begins with P. Uh, hey, what? Uh, Eighteen plus. Uh, don't know why I'm yelling. I don't know either. Plus nine. I don't know why I'm yelling. I'm just glad to be out of that foresty bit. <laughs> 27. 27. Holy shit. Okay. I just got, uh, v is 100% is rested and they're using 100% of the lizard brain. <laughs> so 1% of their actual brain then. I don't know. All of these brain is lizard brain. Yeah, lizard. I only got 18, by the way. So let's go with these. All right. Um. So yeah, V V will certainly spot it first. Ryder would spot it as well, just after you know some hinting, and that's that. These memories that you're in now, they're like the the ones you passed before the wood, where they're all alcoved and you're passing things you remember. You see um, a couple that you recognise, one of whom is uh, Celeste, but all of the memories around her, the screens are starting to fade and fracture like spider webbing. 
and the corridors, the alcoves that they're around. They're not as damaged as that first one you saw, but they, they look all buckled and rusted and, and worn. And the further you get into his memories, the deeper you go, the more twisted uh, these alcoves become to the point where it's affecting the images within them, like their quality. Wow. No wonder Radar's so fucked up. Well, no, this is just older memories. I guess older stuff's harder to remember than newer stuff. Yeah, but you'd have thought that'd just be, like, slightly less... Uh... I can see you wanted to see something. I want another <laughs> perception roll. Huh? Oh. Yeah, 16. Rider? Draw for me as well? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better. Uh, 15 plus 14. Rider, you need to make a reflex roll. Oh. <laughs> is 20, dirty 20. Excellent. And then a pilot roll or drive vehicle roll or whatever skill is closest to that. Pilot's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. It could be a pi yeah. piloting roll. Yeah. It's a hover bike, so it's piloting. Uh, 22. You slap. You! Um, you! There it is. The corridor, the floor in front of you, erupts. And you slam the bike into a skidding stop. <laughs> as a giant mass of these tendrils erupt out of the floor, smash into the ceiling and sort of flow off of it like water. Before Whoa. they all stop and focus on you. Ryder's gonna do the fucking Akira slide with V on the back. Yeah, yeah. V yells Tetsuo! <laughs> yes, yeah, skids to a stop, um, sort of tries to get off her bike um, in a cool way, but probably ends up stumbling and draws her blade, looking up at this thing. Okay, make a... Let's do initiative. Yes. Ooh. 18 what? plus... Uh, you win. You well, just I, win. I, can, I can still beat Ryder. Well, don't know about that. Uh, 26 for me. Yeah. So it... I rolled a one. It got six. Oh, we're about to all the way fuck up these tentacles. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, Ryder, you go first. You've got off of your bike. You've drawn your blade. You've got your actions. Also, fuck you and your improved initiative. It's, it's what I do, baby. Rose is going to charge at it with a sword drawn and um, probably do... Is, is there like an eye or something in it, or is it just a black mass it's, of tendrils? It's tendrils. just these black mass of tendrils that end in the like almost like the audio jack, old school like headphone um, audio jacks that look very sharp. Is there like a, a trunk at the base? There's just a tighter mass of them. It, it, it is tree-shaped, so yeah, there is a trunk, but it's all they're all in, in there, and they're all moving and writhing and... They look wet. She's gonna try and um, she's gonna try and um, attack the root and try and um, do as much damage to the root of it as possible. All right, roll the hit. Okay. You get a bonus to charging, which is plus two to your strength, isn't it? So you get yeah. plus one to this. Yeah. Twenty-three. That's a hit. Roll your damage. You don't get your trick attack though, because it doesn't have legs. You can't trip it. No, that makes sense. <laughs> Not flat foot the tentacles. Sixteen damage. 16 damage. Does your blade have any special properties? Uh, bleed is the critical. Oh, okay. So 16 damage, you slam it into this trunk, and it, it digs a fair way in, almost halfway. You withdraw the blade, and step back, and the, the writhing mass of tentacles, that, that wound, like, dissipates out into different sort of severed tentacles just dropping onto the floor, and the mass of them recoil. V, you're up next. I mean... I'm a simple V with simple needs and a space shotgun, so I don't know how to roll for this because I don't have specs for a space shotgun. 
Roll a d20. You're correct, and I'm not going to give them to you. Roll a d20 and <laughs> add your dex. Uh, it's 15 plus dex, which is uh, plus 2, so 17. You hit. How do you imagine a space shotgun looks and sounds when it fires? Okay, so I imagine it's a depth. <laughs> is this going to V every single time that you use it? It's one battery per round. One battery per round, basically. So they've they've just yep. got a bandolier of batteries as opposed to shells. Uh, I'm hoping that this came fully locked and loaded, which means it's probably got six shells inside it. So it's got six shots ready to go potentially. Uh, each time it's fired, it just projects a solid like cone, almost, but not like a widespread cone. Like it maybe spreads out to about a meter every like ten or so meters and dissipates the further away it gets. Uh, and it just fires a solid beam of uh, like bright green energy every time it's fired. You pull the trigger, and the noise it makes is four times as loud. It's deafening. Yeah. I the light that comes out of it is not green, but is in fact a deep purple. Each Ooh. individual stream, they're, they're all individual beams shaped into a cone, I'm guessing. Yeah, so it's, that's all, it. it's like that. But each individual beam has a, if I say 1980s movie effect lightning, dang it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. This thing fires. They hit. I have a question for you. Go on. This thing is imaginary. Yes. Each shot, you have to imagine. But how much of yourself do you put into this? Oh. I mean, V, who, as we know, is a clever vest, but not a clever vest, probably... Mm, That's the thing. V is a (laughs) character. This is where we differentiate, because me as human would be like, I put some effort into it, but I'm not going to go all in, but... You are acting. Act how your character would, not you. V is V, so... So V is just going to be like, full fuck him up. <laughs> v put almost all... died a few moments ago. <laughs> yes, and they haven't learned their lesson, because they're going to oh, put no. all... You gave them a space shotgun! I have to ask, are you going to go out all this once? Who imagines, like, a Ferrari and then, like, oh, this Ferrari, I'm going to imagine it drives like a Proton? No. If you imagine a Ferrari, you want the full experience of doing 200,000 miles an hour around corners and, like, all of that. So, V-firing, what they imagine a space shotgun does when it fires, is going to be, it should leave holes in the planet next to it. And then your brain dribbles out of your ears. (laughs) Good news, V doesn't have much brain. Are you going all out just this Yes, one? yes they are. Oh. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. These, these lights impact, and there is a noise like the tearing of silk. V, you take... <laughs> my percentile dice in damage. Ugh. You take four damage. Good. Really? I rolled a four. Wow. 100%. On a percentile. You lucky fucker. V's not going to learn anything from this, because now they think, holy shit, I can manifest yeah. all this and it barely hurts at all. The, <laughs> the, tearing, the, tearing, the sound of tearing silk is accompanied by another one of those blinding flashes of light and that wash of heat. The tentacle the trunk in the middle just vanishes, just atomized instantly. The corridor behind it atomizes instantly. <laughs> <laughs> The image in front of both of you, Ryder and V, shatters like glass. Everything, the corridor, the tentacles, the memories, bang. All of them floating away in individual images, thousands, billions of them scattering like stars across a sky that reveals to you to be purple, red, bruised, angry. And you are falling 
Oh shit. The? Both of you. There's nothing to stand on. It's gone. The? You've shattered everything. The? Yeah. Uh, I don't think you should I mean, use that gun again, ever. Mm, I mean, there's nothing left to shoot, says V racking the shotgun. <laughs> can I have, can I have uh, fortitude rolls from the both of you, please? 22 for fortitude. Uh, that's uh, 18 for V, fortitude. For once, I'd like V to be conscious for something and not Ryder, but okay. <laughs> um, v, the world goes out for you, you just switch off. It's almost like a, there's an inbuilt Vesk uh, reflex, which is when you're falling to your ultimate demise, you just do the cat thing. Well, not cat, not the cat thing, you just do the human thing where you just go limp, you just black out. The goat thing. Yeah, the goat <laughs> thing, sorry, that's it. Ryder, you're a Yasaki, you do the cat thing. Yep. You know, with a, you stick your arms out. Switch to feet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You smash into a, a sandy surface, a black sand. Sloped like your in the lip of a pit, and you both tumble and roll down it into the centre, where there is a hole. And there's nothing you can do to stop yourself. You're caught in torrents of this sand. It just throws you into the hole. And you fall further. And then you land with a splash. In water. And you think it's water, anyway. Rhoda's going to desperately start uh, kicking her feet, like, to try and get above it. Oh, it's like two feet deep. Yeah, but she doesn't know that, and that's how she responds to water. Oh, she's only two feet tall. Yeah, well, if water yeah. mode kicks in, and you are now carpet shark. So yeah. she's more than two feet yeah. tall, but she doesn't respond to being wet very well when yeah. she doesn't, um, when it's against her will. Well, V just belly flops into it. Mm. What water was in there is now. Mm. And there's there's the sound of sand impacting in what's left of the water around you, and the, the droplets of water landing, and then silence. It's nothing. It's completely black. You can't see anything. There is nothing here. Nothing. Rudder's like scrabbling towards the shore. Yeah. Where the fuck's my bike? <laughs> is that just gonna land on V? Like, <laughs> uh, dude. What? Why me? Because <laughs> you're face down in a puddle. Because <laughs> you don't learn anything? Um. <laughs> No, there is no bike. You, you don't know what happened to it. Oh, it, oh. it seemed. It, you think you saw it shattering with the image when everything went. Um, this is all obviously very abstract, and I hope I'm describing yes. it well enough. Theater of the mind, or adequately at least. Yeah, you're in water. Well, he's passed out. So, <laughs> me, you're floating in water. Yeah, Rudder's gonna like um, realize what's uh, where she is and what's happening. Um, after a cursory glance around wade out towards V and try and like flip them over so they don't drown. It is so dark, you can't see V. You can't see your hands in front of your face. There is no light here. Oh. You are aware of water that you're in simply because you can feel it. Uh, Ryder's sword emits light. It's got uh, purple glowy bits, so she's gonna like oh. unsheathe it. Yeah, you unsheathe it, she turns it on, <laughs> purple light illuminates. It's a little more disturbed because of your entrance. It's just like a little, a little um, tiny bit of purple on the hilt, just below it. Yep. It it does it does a beautiful job of making some silhouettes. But luckily, you spot V because they're like next to you, and V is the right way up. Okay, Rhoda's gonna like try and hold up her um, the hilt of her sword and like hold it up to the ceiling to see if there's anything around her or if it's just water going off into the distance. She does have dark vision as well. It, uh, your dark vision is not working here. Oh. I guess that would take time to adjust. It's not necessarily night. 
No, true. I think it's the entire absence of light. Uh, is V still in standby mode? Or which you mean unconscious? You slowly come to. And the first thing you're aware is that you are very wet and your tail's dragging on the floor or something and you're floating. What? Why am I in a wet crater? Oh, what fresh hell is this now? What happened? Well, you blew up the tentacle monster thing, and then Quag. reality shattered, and then we fell in a hole, and now we're in an underground lake, I think? Significantly less swag. Yeah. Yeah, right? Ha. Huh. I mean, why is it so dark? No idea. You got a torch? I've got a laser. You got a laser shotgun, V, and it destroys the fabric of reality. Maybe don't shoot that thing again? I mean, if we've run out of reality to shatter, then, uh... How do you know that? You don't, do you? You're just you're just making shit up. We're all making shit up. I mean, we're inside yeah. Radar's head and tentacles keep trying to get us. There's a safe way of doing shit. There is not a safe way of doing this. There is no risk assessment for this. There is. You're just not doing it. Hmm. Well, well, well. Right, did you Hello? It has been such a long and there is the sensation of movement all around you, all above you. Allow me to illuminate our surroundings. Red is going to very slowly look up. Yeah. <laughs> A gentle white light almost illuminates the edges of your vision, seems to build on a horizon. And the light comes up and it illuminates a giant probably 70, 80 feet tall, torso, sculpted abs, tenderly arms, limbs. The giant looms over you and the light comes up to reveal the neck. It's all very sculpted muscle, very, very tight, defined, almost skinless in the way that it shows. The light goes further. It reveals an almost equine face, skeletal, thick, piped tendrils that run from the side of the muzzle out of the side of the mouth behind its teeth the light comes up further to reveal five white eyes looking down at you and who might you be? oh don't you remember? we met ten thousand years ago or was it Fifteen years ago. I do not remember memories. Such a fickle thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where I leave my keys half the time. Hmm, indeed. Right, eh, uh, for starters, either you can stop being creepy right the fuck now, because we've clearly established I have a space shotgun and I'm far too stupid not to use it, so... V? Oh. <coughs> Please. <laughs> Your weapons of imagination will not work anymore. You shattered the illusion. They only worked because you imagined that they work. This is not the place of imagination. This is where very real things exist. This is where I have been trapped for ten thousand years ever since you left me on that damn sand planet. Oh, hi, Logos. Oh. Hey, Logos. Hello. Yeah, I'd be salty too. 
But you're a bitch, so. <laughs> what was it? Ryder and V, I think the, uh, my host calls you? Yes. Your host? Do you mean Raider? The, uh, the creature that you... We are locked together. Two was one. Yes, my host, Radar. Well, he's not your host, so, uh, with all due respect, can't fuck off out of him. He has been my host longer than you have ever known. We spent an eternity trapped in that pod. You merged us into one as a finality in that fine moment which you hit that button. He doesn't remember it, but I do. I remember every moment in agony, trapped in that splendid animation orbiting that cursed planet. Cool. So, what do you want exactly? Because, as far as I can tell, you're still it only now you're stuck in here with us. Oh, what do I want? I want release. I want control. I want to exhilarate thrill. I want to feel the real world outside of this bottom prison. And I will. You've given me the key. And what might that be? The giant raises a hand and points to the hole in the ceiling that you fell through. This is new. This wasn't here moments ago. Well, moments for me, I guess. Maybe an hour or two for you in the reality. Time's not linear here. It could have been a thousand years ago. But that's not the point. You made a hole. And through it, I can control. He gestures, raising a hand, you know, all very eloquent and dramatic. And those tendrils, that trunk that you saw earlier, shoots out of the palm, smashes into the ceiling and shoots through the hole, slowly. With these, I can steer the puppet. It's taking time to learn which levers to pull and which buttons to push. But soon, I'll have full control. And from there, I can be released from my prison back into the reality. And my ideas initially when you met me, uh, now that I think on it, 10,000 years to contemplate, very naive. A stellar empire made of flesh and machine, oh, that's very quaint. No, it's much better to control it, leave it on the surface at least as it is. But much like I'm doing now, pulling levers and pushing buttons. V is going to shoot him in the face, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, V, you, you go to reach for your shotgun, and it's not there. Shit. What? I was hoping he was lying about that. Why would he be lying about it, V? Well, I look at him. God's clearly a dickhead. There's a reason we trapped him in there. Maybe don't antagonise him, V. What, in, in case he traps us down here and uh, takes over radar forever? Because he's already planning to do that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, 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 that's fine. You, you guys carry on. You can't make things worse when you've already hit rock bottom, so V's just in the, the frame of mind that at least we know what's fucked up radar, and now it's time to work on solutions. Okay. And seeing um, as V isn't allowed to imagine nuclear warheads or... Uh... Please, don't imagine a nuke! <laughs> <laughs> don't blow radar's head up. Um, these tendrils going into the ceiling, how high up? Are they going? Now we now we can see. And is there another way out of this place? You can't see another way out. What you can see is that the tendrils go all the way up to the ceiling, 
through the hole and just out into wherever, wherever you hmm. were. I'm going to run up the tendrils. You can't? You'd have to climb him first. He's yes. 70 to 80 feet tall. That's like 40 feet at the knee. Yeah. Going to have to do some climbing real quick then. Also, I have uh, jets, jet boots, and I'm very quick. Uh, and I can okay. throw right. I can throw rider pretty far as well. <laughs> well, sorry. Before you do that, so as you go to reach for your shotgun, V, Logos turns one eye, one of his five, to look at you, and says, "But I don't just have to control radar." His other hand gestures, and a screen appears, and it shows the inside of a helmet. It's very polished. It's very, very intricate, delicate, like filigree circuit boards on it. You see, we're all in this link. And that means, for the moment at least, I can also control you. Hang on an absolute fucking minute. I'm not done with that body yet. The helmet raises, the image shifts, and it stands, and it looks down, and it's not V, it's Ryder. Have a will roll, please, Ryder. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, going with good rolls. So that is 17 plus 6. Okay, 23. You don't beat it. Ugh. Because it's Logos. Um, yeah, stands up, looks around. You see a hand come out and... A paw. I'm sure I can find a use for you in my new kingdom. Get the fuck out of my body right this instant! Or what? I'm gonna do what I said earlier. I'm gonna Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wordlessly, V picks up Ryder and just, like yeets them as high as they can. All right. Thanks, V. Is there a is there a mechanic for this? Because um, uh, strength. It's just I've always wanted to throw Ryder. Roll a strength. D D twenty plus strength. <laughs> do you, how much of yourself do you put in the throw? <laughs> I'll give you like three guesses, but you're only gonna leave one. It's all, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's all out. Okay, so that's 15 plus uh, strength, which is plus 2, which is 17 for, for yep. Yeet. Uh, Ryder, I'm guessing you don't resist. Uh, no, no, she she was kind of yeah. ready for this. Didn't mm. <laughs> didn't realise how hard she was going to be thrown. We already exchanged the knowing glance. There's no going back from yeah. that. Excellent. Well, it, clearly you guys have been practising because the, you pick up the, the Otter Delta and just like a javelin, just... <laughs> and in doing so, take 57 damage. Fair. Okay, I'm on eight health points. Oh my god! You V collapses to their knees, holding their head as their eyes and nose and mouth bleed. Ryder is now eighty foot away from that though, so he doesn't realise what's going, going on. Behind she doesn't it. even know. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm giving you. A, I'm not telling you what bonus you get for putting all of yourself into it. But Ryder, you you go like a fucking rocket. You clear 40, 50, 60 feet easily. Straight at. In fact, you're going past his hand. Uh, you're heading right for his face. Oh. I, oh mean, I was aiming. I was aiming for the gap. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Going to try and like get out of the gap. Oh right, no, you'll never reach the gap. That, that's a completely unattainable. You have to. I thought you were throwing at him to go, then run up him. Oh, okay, yes. that works too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we're going for. Yeah, so that's what you'll do. You're heading for his face. The, the big equine face. I'm gonna think we're gonna need initiative now. Sure. Big numbers. Twenty-six. Fucking hell, okay. What's that? Yeah, Dex improved initiative and then some operative bullshit, I'm guessing. Four from Dex and, and seven from Misk, yeah. 
and I got a roll of okay. 15, so yeah. Yeah, 27. Um, sorry, 26. Which is still not yep. enough to beat him, because he rolled 27. Oh, oh my god, I yeeted you all that way for nothing. <laughs> Don't know yet. Well, uh, Although, have that being said, the reason I put everything into it was because I was trying to get them through the, the gap. So had I known that, I probably wouldn't have put all my... Oh, okay, that's that's fair. So take 25 damage rather than 50. Mm. Is that better? That is slightly better. yourself into it. Yeah. You put, yeah. <laughs> you put some of yourself into it. Yeah. About 50%. We should take you up to we'll 33. 30, yeah. Anyway, Ryder, you're currently airborne, um, but his initiative is first. Mm. The, the Aquan head is staring right at you, and it just smiles. Yeah. Um, the neck almost opens and a load of tendrils shoot out at you. Yeah. You you are you are armed, you've got your weapon. Yours is with you. Do oh. You do? Okay. Yeah, you have your sword. You were using it to illuminate the thing earlier. True. Um, I'll, I'll tell you guys right now, because V's weapon was entirely imaginary, it went when the imaginary world upstairs shattered. But yours is a very real item that you are very familiar with and you inherently know it's real. So you have it with you. Hmm. Okay. So you've got your sword. Great. So, <laughs> parry this, you filthy casual. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need a gun for that. Uh, Fifteen, as the uh, tendrils, they literally, they depart his body ballistically and shoot at you. Uh, is that to hit? Fifteen to hit, yes. What is your kinetic AC? Twenty-one. You just back them out of the way. <laughs> nice. Yep. Just just and like Otto, um, cat snake my way out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just, just wiggle in the air out of the way. Um, that's your action. Sorry, that's his action. Now it's your action. Uh, you you have to move, so that's your move action because you're flying. Um, mm -hmm. But you will land directly on his face, uh, just below the center eye. Ryder doing the fucking Archer paradox movement through the air. Um, she's going to try and stab him in the eye with her sword. Ah, oh, lands. Yes. <laughs> like like hilt down, just like. Because the, the eye is probably about six foot across, you know. It's huge. Yep. And it is, a, oh, by the way, entirely features and smooth like a pearl. Not for much longer. Yeah. And uh, roll the hit. Okay. 21 to hit. Yeah, you do it. Nice. Uh, you land. And it, it digs in. And you have to really push it, but it does go in. And you roll your damage. Sure. He does have damage reduction, mind, so, you know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So that is 16 damage. Is it the tolerant left, or is it the uh, ethical billionaire? Uh, tolerant left is the one she's most familiar with. Yep. Yeah. You stick it in, and you drag down. And he suddenly goes... It is a deep and reverberating echo, much louder than any speech he gave you. V, you are not back six feet. Ryder, you're not because you're above his mouth rather than below it. Yeah. But you don't take any damage, V. It's just you're just knocked. Oof. Oof. <laughs> One down, five to go. Yeah, that's his thing. And it and the eye bleeds, but it's not red blood or eye juice. It's like a black, almost oil. It's like an echo that you can see. Can I see the screen uh, that had Ryder's vision on it? Earlier. Yes, you could you could see that it's tilted back and like a hand is is like coming up to you know yeah as is uh, Logos uh. <laughs> but that that'll happen in his turn 
Um, what was I going to say? Make a intelligence roll, please. Sure. Were you during glitch? Were you on watch with rate with radar when his evil version appeared? Ah, uh, I can't remember now. Uh, that might have was... been V that was with them. Okay. Well, V, you can still see what's going on. So, V, you make the intelligence roll, please. D20 plus your intelligence bonus. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, it's 18. Oh, sorry. It's 18 plus intelligence bonus, which is 2, so it's 20 non-natural. Peering through the blood. Hmm. This black, oily icker that you can perceive. It's like the only thing you can focus on all the way, sort of up there, through all the blood. Um, looks very familiar. This looks like the stuff that was... No, uh, Ryder, you've also seen it. It was during the character creation for Radar when you were all in your natural forms and Radar was like half normal and half black icker with a red eye. Mm. Do you remember that? I remember mm -hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. This icker is exactly the same as that. If it bleeds, it can be killed. All right. Uh, v, it's your go. Uh... Right, first of all, V is going to use one of their mechanics abilities to activate their uh, energy shield. Because, <laughs> goddamn, I need yes. the health. Uh, you you have that. What does it do? So, basically, I use as a reaction the uh, custom rig that is part of V to uh, build up a temporary energy shield, which remains 10 minutes or until it runs out and it gives you an extra 10 hit points. Is it like a, is it a bubble or is it like skin tight? Uh, it's up to you. Uh, uh, it's, I'm gonna say it's probably like, okay, you've, you've seen the original Dune, right? Oh mm -hmm. yes, where they've got the like faceted shields. Yeah, so it's segmented yeah. like that. So it's, it's all right. straight lines almost and uh, like intersectional shapes, but they form like an outline around V. Yes. It's a very bad LOD. It also glows orange very slightly in the background. <laughs> this one glows a very intense orange and you gain 30 hit points. Ooh. Tapping into some, there's something that you hit and the area around you quakes and the, the, the walls shimmer, a pulse of this orange light, same as your shield shoots out from you and up these walls and then back in. You now have an additional temporary 30 hit points. Swag. That brings me up to 63, which is uh, a much healthier right. amount. And that was a free action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, love being, I love being an engineer. Just do shit. The, the, mecha the uh, mechanic is so broken in this. I love it. Can I, as a free action, notice that uh, Ryder's been going for the eyes and that she still has her sword? Go for the eyes. You already noticed that. Okay. So, I'm guessing at this point, V's probably put together two and two and realised that uh, if they start working with things that they know exist, rather than trying to invent things, then there's a better chance of them existing. So, urge to, urge to summon Stanley Rising. <laughs> urge to summon the Lyca Rising. I swear oh my to God, God. If, you, if you kill Logos by dropping the Lyca on it, that is a metaphor somehow. I don't um, know. If, I don't yeah. know if V can survive summoning the entire Lyca. Thirty-eight hit points left. Uh, no, I have sixty-three hit points currently. But uh, okay, that's the thing. V knows the Lyca so well, and it can fly, and we're in a very big place. Mm. Fuck it. You know what V's method is? Go big, go oh, home. No. V imagines the entire goddamn Lyca. All right. <laughs> You spend your actions doing that. 
yep. come back to you. Maybe in a few turns. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you might have to come back to V on that one, but... Uh... Yeah, right. Uh, it is back to Logos. Yes. The hand comes up to try and swat at you, Ryder. Okay. It's it's slow and it's gargantuan, as, and you, you know, as all giant things are, so it's like... And it rolls a 24 to hit. Yep, that hits. <laughs> yep, and you take 22 points of damage. You, you leap out the way as this hand comes in. It just slaps into the... It, you, it looked like bone from the floor, but this looks like stony metal. And occasionally there's gaps like in the surface where you can see pipes and tubing that pulse and throb. But this hand comes in, the sinewy hand, and slaps into the, the stone. And it, it leaves, it makes like a blast, which throws you to the side. So is Ryder in midair now, or, sh- or is she elsewhere on No, 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 you're, you're, on, you're on his head. Okay, still on his forehead somewhere. It's, he's like he's emitting this deep snarl as it comes in, just like <laughs> sort of thing. That's right. He just slapped himself on the head, and he has one less eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, because he's an asshole, he's going to try something else. I see. He is going to cast acid rain. Duh. On whom? On you. Well, because the the vesk is. is basically exploded their brain eating you up here so they're not really a threat right now but you're standing <laughs> in the ice so you know you are very much in his face so uh, he's going to cast acid rain on his own face silly logos best for always a yeah. threat uh do you have skills for dodging area uh things do you have an umbrella no can you imagine are you very <laughs> familiar with an umbrella in the real world <laughs> yeah make a reflex saving row please, uh, throw please sure Whoop. Okay. 25. All right. You leap to the side, and as you land, the air around you seems to shimmer, and a burning sensation runs all over your body. You would have taken eight damage, but you managed to lightning reflexes out of the way, uh, only taking four damage. Ah, shit! I was going to pat her arms down. And uh, perception roll for free, please. Sure. Peaceful perception. Yeah, I was going to say, make the noise. <laughs> 25 again. This acid lands on the surface of whatever you're stood on and doesn't seem to do anything to hit. Huh. Hmm. I suppose it'd be silly if he wasn't immune to his own fire. Hmm. He's, had a long, he's had a long time to figure shit out, let's put it that way. Yeah, he's had a plan. But he didn't plan to lose an eye. So, um, so is it my go now? Yes. I'm going to continue running up the sides of Logos's arm that's, um, I'm going to try uh, and your... jump, the, jump the gap between the shoulder and the wrist. Uh, that's going to be like 40 feet. Can you jump 40 feet? Yes, and my speed is 40 feet. Okay, so, um, alright, you, I'm not even going to make you fucking roll, actually, because rule of cool, you leap off the thing, um, trailing a little bit of steam from the acid burn. <laughs> fucking Shadow of the Colossus style. <laughs> yeah, your full movement takes you there. Ooh, um, gonna use my sword to uh, dig into his wrist and drag down. Mm. Alright, roll to hit. Like, you'll, you'll hit, it's rolling to see if you hit something vital. Sure. So what am I rolling? Just, just to hit, normal to hit roll. Oh, to hit. Okay. So, yeah, like, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, but I missed the giant. It's like, no, you hit the giant. You just didn't hit it anywhere <laughs> useful. You know. You hit him. Okay, so that yeah. is 11 plus 8. So 19. Yeah. Uh, that misses. Ah, okay. 
Um, I miss the giant. Hmm. Yeah, the, the, so the wrist, it, it's almost skeletal. The, the tendons, and mach- it's actually machinery now that you look at it. It's those pipes wrap okay. around, but the, the pipes flex like they're living. You stab your blade in as an opportunity, just as you land, uh, but all it seems to do is hook between some of the bone, like longerons, and some of those tendrils. That's fine. I don't slit his wrist then. <laughs> no, sorry. That's fine. I'm gonna. Um, do, can I take a free action to check down at V and see how they're doing? Can I see that, I just, that far down? I'll, I'll give you this for now. V, your turn. You're sat there. The like is a really good ship. You're very proud of this ship, considering yeah. considering the situations of, well, for, for lack of a better term, the situations of its birth. This thing is amazing, and it has come so far in such a short period of time. Usually ships last for hundreds of years and go through several iterations. The Leica, apart from the one refit you've done which barely changed anything, is as new. And that's after 10 years running around the cosmos, fighting all sorts of mm-hmm. things. After it. That's your turn. Yeah. Let <laughs> me go back to Logos. Please, please wait. Please wait, but the payoff will be fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> please wait. Leica 7 is now loading. Yeah. Logos moves his wrist down with you on it and the tendrils part they disappear up into the ceiling and he rolls his wrist to try and throw you off of it Blah. god jesus christ this really is shadow of the colossus isn't it can you yeah, make yeah, that I was about to say. yeah can i can i what right uh, reflex roll please reflex oh, okay him moving his wrist is a free action by the way um sure yeah i suppose yeah, yeah figures it's just a big lad okay yeah. um oh 15 for reflex Ooh, what, you roll a 1? Your reflex is like plus 12, isn't it? No, my reflex is 10, I rolled a 5. Yeah, that's fair. You ha- you manage to hang on, you do hold on, but only because you stuck your sword into his wrist, so you're dangling from it currently. Uh, and he turns the, the giant equine dra- draconic <coughs> face to look at you, and he takes an action to say, Why resist? You know I'll win. You didn't kill me before. You won't kill me now. I'll just come back again. But you'll be blind if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> and then his other action is he's going to try and slap you. Oh boy. Which is going to hurt when you consider he's got a hand that's like eight feet across. Mm. Bigger than that if his eyeball's six feet across. It's like being, yeah. it's like being belly flopped by V. Well, because you're so tiny and wriggly and because he's huge, uh, he only rolled a 15 to hit on KAC. Doesn't it? No, but you do have to... you go to... between his fingers. Yeah, you, you can either pass a um, climb uh, skill roll at a number that okay. I've set already, uh, or you can drop. But if you fail the uh, climb roll, he is, he's still going to contact you just for not as much damage. Um, I'm going to try and climb then. Okay. I'll make it... Uh, uh, no. Acrobatics. Acrobatics, good. That's my yeah. good one. No, I got I've got a copy of a character sheet here, and I can see it's already got eighteen in it. So yeah, and I rolled a nineteen. Yeah. Oh, that's thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Big roll. Yeah. So effortlessly, in fact, you wriggle into his wrist for a moment and out the other side. Oh. So you go. Yeah. You get some gunk on you, but better than being paced. True. And those are his actions. So she's now on the other side of his wrist. Yeah. <laughs> And then his his final uh, motion is he stops and he's his head is turning to look at V. Ugh. It is your action, Ryder. Um. So these uh, these tendrils in the ceiling, how far are they away? 
Oh, they vanished into the hole by now. They're gone. Oh, shit. Well, that was our ticket out of here. Uh, is the hole still there? Yeah. I'm going to have to... Um, I'm guessing I can't get to the hole from where I am at the moment. No, God, no. Um, it is prob From his wrist to you, it is probably about 80 feet up. I like that number, but it's about that. <laughs> what's that in, What's that in metres? Divide that by three. It's about 25 metres up. Yeah, I can't jump that far on my jump jets. And V's down there on their own. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> gonna have to, I'm going to have to leap back at Logos with my sword, don't I? <laughs> you don't have to, but it would be cool. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to try and leap back and stab him in the forehead with my blade. Stab him in, the, in uh, another eye. Are you <laughs> going to use your jump jets to charge him? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll count that as a charge then. So you don't need to roll to activate your jump jets, do you, or anything like that? Uh, just I don't think so. I think it just does it, yeah. So jump jet agility enhancer. You you get you activate your jump jets and they're there and poof, off they go. And off you go, like a rocket. Tiny <laughs> sausage shaped rocket. You hurtle towards uh, I'm guessing which, which eye do you want? Do you want one, two, four or five? Uh one on the left. Go on. That so okay, number two. Roll a to hit. Rolling to hit. Twenty five. Nice. You hit? Roll damage. Damage. D10 plus 10. That is 16 damage. That's what you got last time. Right, yep. this eye you slash into, and it doesn't bleed Icker. Uh, orange light flashes out of it. And we have a cutscene. It's just for Ryder. Okay. You're back in that cockpit. It is moments after you left it the last turn. And the pilot has sprinted into the middle of this, now that you've got over the sand dunes, Horde. There's a massive amount of people in front of you. And they're all firing at you. And you can tell they're all firing at you because every single one of them is a little flashing white light. But it means nothing to you. You get a sense of basically invulnerability. And the, this memory is slightly different because you're not to the side watching the pilot. You are the pilot. You feel about nearly said 80 feet tall. You feel about a, um, 100 meters tall. You are gigantic. And every single one of these people below you hate you and want you dead. The difference is they aren't 100 meters tall. <laughs> You're plugged into this colossal machine. Anything is possible, it feels. What do you do? Um... Go mad with Go mad with This is something Ryder fantasizes about, oddly enough, because being a small creature, she's gonna plant one foot back and do the Godzilla roar. You <laughs> do. You do that. It's the stance, isn't it? Which is a sort of yeah. the, the kind of thing. Go, go, Godzilla. The machine facilitates that. It doesn't just facilitate that. It amplifies it. The roar around the cockpit is loud anyway. It's not your voice, but. It is definitely your emotion. It is raw. It is almost agonizing to unleash this, and the machine draws it from. That translates outside. People within about five or ten meters of your feet, because they are all around you, you are in the middle of them. And you see it like this all pops up on the screen, says like battle damage assessment as it's happening. They just their faces just melt. Blood runs from eyes, nose, mouths, ears. You think there is anyway, they're aliens, their anatomy's kind of a bit different. 
Others next to them are thrown backwards. A, a sand wall is kicked up in front of you, reverberating out in front of you, but it's a cone. Tumbling over people, tumbling over weapon systems, flipping over what look like tanks and smaller machine walkers. The leader, for you know he's a leader now. He's bigger, he's chunkier, he's in a, a battle suit. It makes him about 12, 14 feet tall. And a shimmering white shield appears over him. He raises his other hand and points at you. And you see a bunch of light start appearing on his shoulder. It gets brighter and brighter and bigger and bigger. And then he drops the wrist and his spear lances out and hits you. It smashes through a shield that you had, punches into the armor, and wounds you deeply. It knocks, it knocks you, the pilot, backwards. You get the feedback. It's your action. What do you do? Uh, does it hurt? Yes. Uh, probably yelp in agony and try and um, pull the spear out. Oh, no, no, sorry. It's it's like a lance. It's gone through you. It, it was just a beam of light. It just went... Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, like it's like a bigger leader in sort of in front of you. Uh, is he in a mech? Yes, he's in a mech, but it's nowhere near the size of yours. Uh, it probably comes up to your chin. How far away is he? Within grabbing distance. I'm just going to boot him into the fucking horizon. <laughs> fucking brilliant. All right, uh, <laughs> do me a favour and, and roll to hit. Yeah, sure. Interactive cutscene, I might add. <laughs> um, so we got... Just roll a d20. Okay, so that was 11. It's, it's enough. Your Your foot comes up. And you lean into the kick. And he sees it coming as he drops the wrist. And you can see the moment. He sort of glances at the foot, glances up at you. And the foot connects with his torso. And you don't kick him into the horizon. What you do is you shear him in half. Ooh. His legs don't move. But the upper half of him... Physics. In, in slow motion just tumbles away. And then you're... <laughs> out of the memory, and you're back on top of Logos. I guess I stabbed him in the memory, right? <laughs> v. Uh, V's still imagining the Leica. The Leica <laughs> is a really good ship. <laughs> like, you could have covered it in so many guns, and as a Vesk, no one would have been surprised or disappointed if you had. But you didn't. You made it a little more subtle. You know, which is not the best way, which you've been thinking on this for a few years now. You're kind of proud of that. Everyone expects you to be clumsy, but you're not. You're a brilliant fucking engineer. And now you're wanted by some very, very powerful people. And so you have to hide, which is not a best thing to do. But you're managing it kind of occasionally. Mm. Sometimes you get spotted. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So that's Me. a thing. That's your action. Uh, right. <laughs> Logos. I'm so sorry, RJ. <laughs> like I said, it'll be worth it. You chose yeah. this path. <laughs> uh, Logos is going to reach up to try and grab you, Ryder. Again? Can you make a... This time it's a grab, not a slap. Can you please make a reflex roll? Reflex. No. Refle oh, no. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter unless you roll a very specific number. Uh, 17. Right, well, he rolled a nat 20. Uh, so he grabs you. A giant hand comes round and picks you up, squeezing you tightly. You take 13 points of crush damage as he holds you. Oh, fuck. And he holds you in front of his eyes. 
My host has a lot of respect for you. And yet, I'm disappointed. Between you and the Vesk, I expected so much more. He squeezes. You take another two points of damage. Ryder, it's your turn. Uh, Ryder's not going to bother wasting breath with um, a rebuttal because, you know, trying to hold a breath. Um, yep. I'm guessing she's grappled at this point? Uh, yes, in the, the most gigantic of senses. Um, yeah. So it's a post-strength roll to break free. Um, or she could cut his fingers off. She's still got a well, sword. you could try, I guess. Mm. You could try, it may not They're work. They're made of, like, yeah. bone and stuff, so they have to go really hard. Mm. You know what you should do? You should put all of your effort into it. <laughs> um, could I activate my jump jets and burn my way out? Just blast my way out? I, I like to imagine you were trying this as it grabbed you. It, it's, you can't, it, it doesn't go working. anywhere. Okay, I will try, um, I'll try and oppose strength roll. Because that okay. seems like the most sensible it thing is, to do. Like the numbers we've got here, it's doable, but it is unlikely. So please roll. Uh, okay. Twelve. Yeah, he got twenty-four. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you, <laughs> so you're, you, what, your one action is to try and uh, push him through, and his grip is his grip is vice-like. Yep. Um, you have another action. I'm gonna try and cut his fingers off. Okay. You try and rig you. Try and wiggle. You! Um, you! <laughs> Roll to hit, uh, but you're at minus 10 because you are grappled. Okay. 16. That's not enough, I'm afraid. You, you hit him nope. as best you can with the sword, but you can't get a, an angle on it. He's just too... The, the bone, the, fin the fingers around you seem to be like encased in like arm, segmented armor, like a, a medieval gauntlet, but made out of this stone-bone machine combo. Yeah, makes sense. That's all I can do. <laughs> yep. V. I swear to God, if you say the Leica is a great ship, I'm going to come well, to Leica you personally. <laughs> the Leica is a great ship. I'm getting my car. <laughs> and here it is now. <laughs> Fuck yes. A gigantic tear in reality. Reality happens immediately above V. And it rips open. Sudden blast of light. And Logos sort of goes, <laughs> and then hurtling out of the gap comes not the Leica, but more of an ideal of the Leica. It is fiery red. It is made entirely of flame. There's no actual ship there. It's just a concept given a flavor, a, a, a tangible sense. And it hurtles almost impossibly fast out of this gap and slams directly into Logos's chest. It does the hyperspace kamikaze yeah. straight into his chest. It's basically it does. straight straight from like re-entry speeds, like with the required amount of flame, like yeeted straight into him. If this was one of those like 1980s animes, you'd have like a, a side panel silhouette of V on their knees <laughs> thinking, and then the frame rate would drop, and then this big tear would happen, and then the nose of the Leica would appear at speed, and then that would slow down on fire and you just get to see all of this detail going past the silhouette of this kneeling vesk and then it accelerates again and just slams into logos's chest Ryder, you're dropped no dropped is not the correct term you are tossed into the air <laughs> yeeted over his shoulder and there is a noise so loud you can't hear it 
it comes to you as pressure in your ears, the pair of you. Also, V, you're scattered to the four winds, just completely mm. not on your ass. Worth <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> no, you don't, you don't say anything. You are unconscious before it hits you because you've put everything in. You were at zero hit points. <laughs> Still worth it. <laughs> but there is a scream, an explosion, this cacophonous noise that you can't hear, and then utter silence and a complete absence of light. Everything has gone completely dark. Ryder, once again, you are falling in darkness. She's going to try and right herself. Every time this happens, V is responsible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> v has always been responsible for Ryder getting injured in one way or another, but she never blames them. It's always V that blames everyone else. Yeah. Uh, Ryder's going to try and do the cat thing and land. Yeah, make a reflex roll, please. Mm. Cat skills don't fail me now. Okay. 19 for reflex. Yeah, you don't take any damage. Great. Um, you splash, and then your glowing sword lands next to you. <laughs> and there's utter silence. She's going to quickly um, grab it, pick it up, catch a breath, and hold it up like a, like a torch and look around for yep. Logos. There's... You can't see anything. The water's already placid. You can make out a shape behind you um, in the distance that seems to be burbling a little bit. Me? It's V. Yeah, she's going to run over to the, the the mound of Vesk. Dot, dot, dot. You, 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 you splosh over to V. Yeah, V is on the cusp of living. Um, Ryder's going to try and stabilise oh. V. <laughs> also, V, uh, sorry, Ryder, your perception of the events that just happened were Logos... Grabbed you, gave you a speech, looked behind you, and then exploded. I mean, fair's fair. She's not going to question it. She's going to try and stabilise V with um, medical. Yeah. What does she have hmm. on her? Um, nothing. <laughs> She's got a little little otopause and 12 medicine plus 10. So 22. Alright, you stabilise V. They're not going to die. There's, there's no wounds on them. There's blood. It seems to have come out of their eyes, nose, mouth, ears. You know, all yeah. that. Um, you think most of the bleeding is internal, but that's okay. That's where the blood's supposed to be. Yeah. Now you're um, in some places, yes. B? B, can you hear me? Uh, stable means still unconscious, isn't it? <laughs> Slap that cheek a bit. Well, now the, now the limp and the cheek hurt. More importantly, is the Lyca still there? Oh, God, no. It was, never, it was never really there when you summoned it. It was a spell, almost. It, it was your love of this vessel and your pride in this thing and your intense familiarity all rolled and compressed and forged into one giant slap. It was the passion. The yeah. passion for making spaceships. Mm -hmm. you, you, are, you are in a very meta world where you can basically build anything with your mind. It just it has to follow some rules. Except you're unconscious. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. So well, that means nothing to you because you are unconscious. Uh, v. Yeah, Rod is feeling a little bit shaken, so she's going to um, just hug V for a bit. Just rest and hug V. Well, you're used to this because otters hold hands at sea, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you just sit there with V for a bit, just make sure they don't float off. It's very easy. Occasionally you just have to sort of reach out and just go, eh, eh. No, come back. 
Uh, I guess you're dwelling on everything that's just happened. Nothing's happening. Yeah, she just wants to, to rest a bit and let V rest for a bit, now that they're stable. You rest. You blink your eyes, and you don't know if you fell asleep or not. But you regain eight hit points, and so does V. V, you're now awake. Yay! <laughs> you just get, like, very faintly croaking from, like, V. It's like, Saldi needs to dream bigger. Ugh. Oh my god, are you okay, V? I'll live. <sighs> did we get him? Well, what did you do? Uh, I mean, tried to summon the entire Lyca and fly it into his face. You threw the ship at him? Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Good job. Is there, is there a little <laughs> bit of, like, shell shock in that? Is there, like, a nervous laugh? You're like, you threw the ship at him. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she probably yeah. like smiles a little bit. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> so these health has gone up and down like a fucking yo-yo this, this this campaign. Yeah, right. You are so lucky you had that fucking shield. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a reason I put the shield up first, because I figured you were gonna penalize me fairly heavily summoning a Lyca. I, uh, I mean I blew up a spaceship on you. You should be <laughs> atoms. <laughs> yeah, but you blew up my spaceship on. I blew up your idea of a spaceship, yes. Uh, is the rift in time and space still hovering above us? No, that went as soon as the Lyca was through it. We've got a... Uh, I mean the original one, when we came, we came... Oh, you lost sight of that as soon as you fell. Oh, alright, so... We've got to think of another way out of here, V. Oh, I... Oh, it's your turn today, the thinking. I've got an idea. Go on. I was going to stand up. Rub her hands together. And imagine the door to the bar. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> you think. And you probably can solve this to V later, but they'd confirm it. It's not so simple. You can't just imagine the door to the bar. You'd have to imagine the whole bar and then all of Station Z around it. You, you need to bring in whole items. You can't bring in parts of things. Can I not just bring in the bar then, just on its on its own, and everything that would no, have been because, in it? Because the bar is attached to outpost Z, you'd have to bring a whole outpost. Okay. Can I not just um, control the abstraction a bit so I don't um, blow my brain up? Just all the necessary parts. So, with what aim? I want to go in. Like, sorry, I'm, tr I'm trying to help uh, Ryder think through this. I want to go in and take the helmet off of um, V. And then off of myself, and then maybe off of radar. Oh, I mean, so, if you want to give me a minute for that, I was just going to uh, imagine I was going to try and remote into Fly Guy, who isn't with us, and then just take it off my own head that way. Yeah. The problem with that rider is that you'd be taking it off an imagined version of yourself, not your physical self. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, your idea works as well, V. Yeah, I was, I was keeping that one. Just don't yeah. melt your brain, yeah? What you feel like you have the access you have to your drone in reality, it's just there, it's like that pathway you can go down. Hmm. But you extend your consciousness down it like you would normally, and there's a block. I don't know if you've ever felt uh, like your drone's been actively jammed before. This feels like that. Ha. Huh. Well. What's wrong? Nah, so I'd try to remote into Fly Guys to take the helmet off my head, but uh, sounds blocking me, it feels like. I mean, Lagos isn't here anymore, but those tentacles he sent up through that rift are still around. 
are yeah. you willing to bet that there's still some fuckery afoot? It's probably bad news, isn't it? How I mentioned Al. I feel like I should mention it more. Yeah, mate. Um, I don't have any of my med kit with me, so I can't, um, I can't help you out. Yeah, and I don't have any alcohol, so... Huh. We've, got to, we've got to find some way out of it. I mean, let's recap. We were... Logos is gone for the meanwhile, so we've got that enough over. The Rift is out of our reach at this point. I don't have anything immediately around us. Can't remote into Fly Guy. I guess we could go back to where we were and just continue down that corridor. We just need to imagine a doorway leading into it. Yeah, worth a shot. Give that a go. Yeah, Ryder's going to um, try and imagine the uh, the corridor just before the um, tentacle monster broke into it. Imagine herself on her bike with V on the back of it. Just like a reset. Alrighty. It takes a minute. You're just, you're just thinking. You know, I remember this. I was on the bike. It's a corridor. It's a corridor that I kind of know. And now that I think about it, I understand why it's that outpost flavoured, because that's where Logos was. So that's a thing. Um, yeah, I think we can do this. And as you think that, boom, you're in the corridor. Uh, are we on the bike, is, though, at this point? No, there is no bike. There is no signs of damage to the floor. But the stone and wood bit is behind you in the distance. Huh. Uh, can we see any of those tentacles? No, but if you look, to, to give you a frame of reference of where you are in his memory linear, you look to your left, and there is a memory of some blast doors, and then the blast doors suddenly hurtling at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> to give you a so meta-reference, blood punched hard, yo. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ryder doesn't know what the fuck's going on, because she was Venus... um, not here at this point. Yeah. V does. V, v knows does. exactly what happened there. Really? You hear repeatedly. Mm. <laughs> All right. Eh. Oh, is this is this fucking slipstream? <sighs> yeah, this is uh, when we had to fight life. Fucking uninterested, Viv. Yeah. Sorry, RJ. Are we keeping you up? Give V a break. <laughs> they've been like they've done a lot of thinking today. V has done a lot of heavy lifting today, yeah. um, <laughs> mentally. So yeah. well done to them. Hello everybody, and once again, thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. We're now officially in Season 2, so if you're not quite sure of what's going on, or you've missed a bit, uh, there's a special Season 1 recap called the Cosmopunk Omnibus that comes just before this campaign. We're still on all the regular podcast and social media sites, go and follow us there, go and tell your friends about us, links to them are all in the description. We're also still trying to push on the Spotify app, so if you have that on your phone, please give us a nice review, that would be really cool of you. Once again, thank you so much for listening, see you in two weeks. And as always, shoot straight and roll high.